least it's not a hundred. At least it's not a hundred. At least it's not a hundred. When when is your race, Bob? July twenty ninth. I thought there was something in January. Oh, uh, yes. he means your next race. You're, I got you it. You said that's the date of your your hundred. Yeah. Um. No, my next race is Saturday. Oh, okay. And this is in Minnesota. 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 Forty miles. Forty miles. Is it? What's the weather supposed to be looking like right now? Um. Very warm. So you got lucky. So no, no. This is warm weird. is bad. Warm is bad for this. Well, yeah. What's very warm? It'd be in the twenties. See, though, this is weird. This is supposed to be a race that proves you have the capability of running in really cold conditions. Right. But if it's not cold, do you get that approval to do other races? Well, there isn't a official approval. Yeah, it's not like there's somebody who's going to put a stamp on it and say, you're good to go for the next. I, I mean, the marathon just... inspector might come up and be like, hey, fucker, maybe you shouldn't do this. Oh, the marathon inspector. We, we don't know. That, you start that book yet? I haven't started that one yet. I'm trying to figure out exactly like how I'm gonna like that's like cause just I can't just do running. There either has to be like I've been thinking maybe there's like a, a, a murder mystery aspect to it as well, but I don't really do mysteries, so we'll see. It's marathon investigators first foray into murder. It used to just be races. I was looking at it as more he fucked somebody over, so now somebody's trying to kill him. Ooh. For the fucking over. Got it. I I see where you're going. But yeah. So I haven't quite cracked that one yet. I've got a couple other story ideas that I do want to get started on because I did finish uh I have a f- not finished manuscript, but a it's in its second round of revisions. So, oh, just lots of shit going on over here, Alex. Very busy. Very busy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to bring in some funds because I would rather die than sit in an office again. <laughs> That's true. <sighs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, Joey Beatty enthusiast. Wow. Did you text him? You texted I did not. Him. I did not. You didn't? Okay. I was about to... Bob, this was your final chance. Because I was waiting for it. I was waiting I to I was going again. to take the intro away from you if you blew it again. <laughs> it's going to get hot. Erica, say hi to the people. Hello. How's it going? Hope he never finds it. It'd be creepy. Yeah, he he is already exceptionally weirded out, but he's making money off of it, so he's kind of like, I'll deal with it. Isn't that just being famous in a nutshell? Yes. That's all you really need to be famous is to be comfortable with people. like People being fucking weird about you. Yeah. This is why I can never be famous. Oh, yeah, you'd struggle. I would. Not with the money. No, not with the money. I would I would very much enjoy the money part. <laughs> Bob, let me tell you a story about a man with shitty internet. <laughs> <laughs> right from jump, folks. Yeah, and, and some of the people who listen to this podcast have already heard this, let me see, um, 55 times. 
So I apologize to them. Maybe just skip forward 10 minutes. But No, I think they want to hear it again, Alex. No, I really don't think they do. <laughs> I really don't think they do. I've actually had people tell me, I hope your internet gets fixed so I can stop hearing about it. Yeah, but I'm 90% sure I know who said that, and they would say that if you had talked about it twice. So mm, Interesting. So... Let's see. What was it now? Maybe a month ago. It's been a while that I've been dealing with this. Comcast rolled out upgrades to my area. Rut row. And I guess what's going on from what I understand and have read is they're preparing for what's called this mid split. And basically what that's going to allow is once it's fully rolled out and enabled, it will allow dramatically increased upload speeds over the same wires. So like right now, you know, I get about 25 megabits up. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, they're talking about once this upgrade's rolled out, people on like that speed tier, instead of getting that sort of speed, are going to get, say, 200 megabits up. So it's a huge increase. But that also assumes you're using your upload speed for like anything at all right and this is one this is one of these problems that i think has been created i I mean like who who's using that type of upload speed people who shouldn't be (laughs) pretty much (laughs) so yeah so basically they're not upgrading the wires right in the ground but they're upgrading a lot of their equipment yeah and it seems like in some areas what this has caused is issues maybe they've hired too many contractors to do this work instead of their own people and so they're doing it wrong or poorly whatever happens i've read a lot of different there's a lot of people who seem to be having the issues i am okay and there's a lot of comcast not helping them so i'm very defeated at this point Mm. but basically what happened is i started to notice a lot of instability so you know, if you have Comcast out, what they're always worried about is like, oh, do you getting the speed you're supposed to get? How are those signal levels on the modem? Like, this is the shit they care about. Mm-hmm. And I understand, like, you have a lot of people out there who are idiots. They don't know. Sometimes, you know, maybe you just need to turn your modem off and on and it'll start working correctly again. Or maybe you've plugged 35 things into the same wall outlet so there's interference, you know. This isn't one of those situations. <laughs> I'm not stupid. So... On this anyway, before you prepared to say anything, Mm. Bob. Mm. So anyway, I start, you know, messaging them online. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm having problems. It's not my equipment. I have this same problem when the line goes right into the modem, right into the computer. No routers involved. I've taken, you know... You have like a splitter that comes into the house, right? So the splitter, your coaxial comes in, and maybe your splitter splits the signal off between your modem and a cable box, let's say. Sure. Um, I've taken the splitter out. I've done everything you could possibly do. So I've sent them like 20 trace routes. And a trace route, Erica, is um, when you ping a server. So let's say you ping google.com. And it's just showing you what servers you're passing through um, I, mean, I just want to shout you out because, yeah, I had no fucking clue what that was. So I appreciate you just launching right yeah. into, Erica doesn't know this. I'm going to give her Well, I think most people probably don't. So, so I, I appreciated that. So, and basically when you do the trace route, it's showing you, you know, 
first off round trip how long does it take you for the signal you're sending to go all the way to the server it's hitting and then all the way back sure and it's also showing you every step along the way are you getting packet loss um so packet loss is when you've sent a signal and it's sent back does that signal come back in a acceptable amount of time um, or does it never come back at all? Mm-hmm. And that's packet loss. Ideally, really, you should have, on a quality internet connection, you should have like sub 1% packet loss at all times. And really, it should be 0% packet loss. I mean, for what we're paying especially. <laughs> and, you know, when you start to have things like packet loss or maybe a packet gets sent and it's not lost, but it takes so long to come back that it may as well be lost for anything where you need a low latency connection, which would be things like video calls or playing video games online, stuff like that, where you need the signal to be clean and fast, right? And so... <laughs> Therein lies the problem. Yes. and So you wouldn't need this for, I don't know video gaming would you yeah so you would oh you would yeah and um to give some perspective here when i was playing let's say overwatch for the past you know six years generally if i'm connecting to a server that's near me right because blizzard has their dedicated servers some are you know located near me if i'm playing with someone who's hosting and you know, California, obviously I'm going to get a worse connection, of sure, course. Sure, sure. But if I'm connecting to the server near me, the connection's generally going to be around 30 milliseconds. And it's going to be stable. It might bounce like 5 milliseconds up and down, but it's going to be pretty stable, right? Well, now my experience is maybe sometimes I get to play at 30, but it bounces all over the place, so it'll be bouncing anywhere from 30 to 100 milliseconds. And 100 milliseconds is super noticeable noticeable, i mean that is very noticeable to the human eye and um it's making you crazy isn't it well and that's not even the worst of it i mean sometimes it gets so bad that starts bouncing anywhere from 100 to 200 which is crazy i mean you wouldn't nothing's gonna work on that sort of connection other than like browsing the web basically so It's been bad. And the thing is, I knew what was going to happen when I started bothering them, which would be a lot of horseshit. So I waited over a week until I actually reached out because it was like, look, ideally they're monitoring their network and they know there's a problem and they'll fix it sooner rather than later, rather than me having to start bitching. But that didn't happen. So I was like, fine. Commence bitching. So I commenced bitching. I laid out everything. I showed them. I showed them, look, this problem is extremely unlikely to be in my home because the timing of the signal going to shit at the same time like literally the same day you did quote-unquote upgrades right seems extremely unlikely that at that exact moment a line went bad inside my home or my modem went to shit or something right so possible possible highly unlikely extremely unlikely so I have done everything on on my end to show them the problem, which is clearly between me and the node, right? So to give some more explanation, when you're connecting to a wired connection, you there's a line coming out of your home that goes to a tap somewhere near you. They call I think they call it a tap. The tap is what services 
homes near your house, right? So maybe your home, maybe a couple of your neighbors, right? You have one in your backyard, correct? Mm -hmm. So it's probably servicing three or four of your nearby neighbors. And you all hook up to that. You're all basically on the same line that then runs to a node and the node services maybe your neighborhood or maybe a few nearby neighborhoods, however many people the node can service in a given area, right? And um, these nodes are only designed for certain levels of traffic. So what I've read from people who do line work for Comcast is when the node starts to report that say it's at even 60 or 65% capacity, that's the point where a signal is sent to them that, hey, this node is struggling because that's really where you're going to start to see problems. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we need to go out and split the nodes. So split the neighborhood into two nodes so, so you have more data being sent across different paths, right? Sure, sure. And if you get the no if the node for some reason if they're just lazy or they don't want to do it or whatever if the node gets up to like 90 percent capacity that's where like modems can't connect and you start having cast catastrophic problems right so they don't like to let it get to that that point because then you'll start getting a ton of calls right so anyways i don't believe it's a problem with the node but i think there's a problem somewhere between my tap in the backyard and the node right because one of the things they've told me is I'm at the end of the line for my node, meaning they use like, I don't know if they're called amps or they, I've seen them referred to as something else too. They use things to amplify the signal from the node. That way you're getting a strong signal even far away from it. So I don't know if one of these got played with or one of them magically went bad or mm -hmm. what happened, right? But this has been ongoing. So at this up until this point, Erica, they've, and this is all in the effort to not admit they have a problem somewhere else, they've replaced the cable line going from my home to the tap that, that they're now going to have to, by the way, pay someone to come out and bury. They have replaced the line in my house so where it comes from the outside, then runs to the modem. Mm-hmm. They've replaced all the ends of the cables to, you know, make sure it wasn't that. I went and got their modem uh, instead of my own just to prove it wasn't the modem. Sure. I've replaced everything and they've replaced everything. So now we are actually at the point where they can no longer blame my things. And they've sent two different teams out to come look at the tap in my backyard and both of them have told me there's nothing here to show why you would be having the problems you're having. And they keep telling me this: there's nothing wrong and the signal's fine. And I'm like, look right here. No, it's not. Right. Stop <laughs> and, gaslighting me, Comcast. And, um, and I've given them specific examples. I showed them the screenshot you took of your connection. And I was like, here's a connection of someone who lives less than five minutes away from me who connects to the same node, we connect to the same node, but your connections... So you, you've been doing that deep research. Oh, we, <laughs> yes. Our first hop is the same node. We connect to the same place. You have flawless, perfect internet every single time I've ever seen you test it. And even at peak hours, right, which is when it gets really bad for me, like right around 6, 7 o'clock to maybe midnight, my internet's 
awful. I mean, it's really unacceptably terrible. And um, I've shown them, you know, like your internet, even at that time of night, perfect. Mine, take a look, horrendous. And I mean, what I'm talking is at the same time where, you know, you guys here are seeing maybe a 15 millisecond round trip ping, right? Which is nearly imperceptible. Sure. That's crazy fast. I'm seeing 70, 80 millisecond round trip pings hitting the same servers. It's making me crazy, isn't it? Oh, it's brutal. It's it's actually, I mean, it's seriously, for the amount we pay for this internet, it's unusable. And, you know, this is one of the things where it sucks that Comcast has a monopoly around us because I really have no other options. Sure. I mean, you know, you guys I know are going to probably end up switching permanently to this Verizon 5G home internet. And you don't really play video games online, so it's going to be great for you. Because for stuff like, you know, watching movies or browsing the web or maybe you're doing some video calls for work or something, it's probably going to be really great for all of that. And for gaming, it would probably be okay. It's hard to say. I'd have to use it for an extended period of time, right? Sure. Um, I will say Alex says that I, though, because he was upstairs doing something or putting that thing on a TV. And he was like, you're not gaming on this, are you? you know, like, I haven't touched it since I finished The Witcher. And he's like, well, you, you want to switch over to, like, the gaming thing. Because it's, it's a little, little ticky-tacky Literally, this is how easily I could tell them. I hit the D-pad to move to a different menu on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I went, this TV isn't on game mode. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> and and that's an example where like we could go look it up right but you know for example something like that LG TV in game mode is probably about 1520 ms you know input lag right and without game mode it's probably closer to 100 150 so that's where i mean like you can really you can feel that difference sure um and, and so anyways you know it sucks uh, i mean at this point the last thing i've heard is they've put in you know maintenance tickets whatever bullshit i mean there's supposedly a field supervisor looking at it some horse shit because the the bullshit their customer service has given me is that when a house when when people keep coming out to homes over and over and over again and the issue doesn't get addressed it's supposed to get escalated and that's why they want to keep sending texts because if the te- Customer service is not allowed to send maintenance teams. It's only the techs that are allowed to schedule the maintenance teams who can mm-hmm. actually go and look at the lines. Sure. That makes sense, though. No, I get it. And I understand, like, customer service, they're probably dealing with a shitload of people who their problems can be solved just by resetting the modem or something. But, you know, I've proven time and time again that's not the issue. And I'm just going to keep nagging them. And well, uh, that's you can you do. because do. I have no I have no other choice because in our area, basically my I have four choices and three of them are bad. If you want low latency performance, you have Comcast, which is the good one mm-hmm. in theory, because that's wired in the ground. You have AT&T, but that's only over DSL, which is basically the same price as what I'm getting now, except one eighth of the performance (laughs) it's like crazy bad pricing for what it is and i don't know how dsl is in terms of like latency or anything it's over copper lines so probably bad 
Um, and then the other two options would be T-Mobile or Verizon's wireless internet. And depending on where you live and your position to the towers sure. and if there's any weather, <laughs> if right. your windows in your home are in the right place, because you're, you're supposed to like stick it to the window or something, right? As close as you can, yeah. Um, you know, it might be okay. It's just, it's very frustrating. And it's even more frustrating because, and this might not be accurate because this FCC map is apparently not the best, but the FCC has this broadband map on their website. And what it is is you can actually put in your address and see who's licensed to serve your home and who's licensed to serve the area, other homes, whatever. And, you know, I've told you like 10 years ago or something, AT&T put the boxes in my neighborhood for fiber and then just decided not to run the lines for whatever reason. Maddening. I went and looked at their website. If you go look, huge portions of our town are covered by AT&T fiber. Literally up until two blocks from my home. That's how close sounds about it right. is. It sounds about right. Yeah. And, if, and, and this is the thing. This is where it sucks that there's no real competition because... If let's just say for the sake of argument, I'm on Comcast. I have no problem with it. I'm happy with the price. I'm happy with the performance, whatever. Right. And this happens. I would maybe give them a week to fix it. And after a week, I would be like, I'm switching. All right. Fuck this. Fuck this. Right. And I guarantee you it wouldn't take them a week to fix it because they would know I'd be able to just switch. Well, and therein lies the problem. Yeah, I mean that. That's Monopolies that are sucks. bad, kid. Kids. Well, and especially for a service that's vital. Right. I mean, now, when you look at like just operating in society today, you can't not have a reliable internet connection anymore. It's it's very very difficult, and I know there are people out there who don't have reliable internet um and that's just befuddling to me um but it's it's just it sucks and you know normally my my line is always on the show speak with your dollars but you literally can't yeah i have no other options you really don't your your option would be to stop gaming or move i could move yeah i mean that's literally all you could do speaking of speaking of erica yes dear Bob and I have um, designed, devised a project. So we have, yeah. Okay. So Bob wants to uh, insulate your garage mm. and climate control it. I see. And then I'm going to play video games out of your garage. <laughs> <laughs> I told him if he wants to pay for the climate control, he can set up a little, a little spot for. <laughs> no, himself. I'm fine with that. Yeah, sure. So let's figure out how much this is going to cost, because <laughs> it might be it might be less than paying for like a dedicated line to be run to my home. You know? <laughs> well, and this is what's funny. I mean, I remember there there's this really big streamer. His name's Maximilian Dude. He mostly streams fighting games. He likes a lot of Capcom stuff too, like Resident Evil, Devil May Cry, whatever. Very popular on Twitch. Very popular on YouTube. Never heard. Rolling in money. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. This guy's got to be a multimillionaire. So his internet was bad 
and he could never get whoever in California is his service provider. He had one choice, just like this. It was always bad. They would never fix it. And this is a guy whose livelihood depends on a consistent, stable internet. Sure. So he was like, okay. And it took him like years, but he finally figured out a solution was he discovered there was some company that was running fiber behind his home somewhere to wherever, like a business or something. And he was like, can I pay you to split off that connection? Can I get on that fiber connection? And they were like, yeah, sure. We'll figure out how much it's going to cost. It's not going to be cheap. He's like, I don't care. Just tell me what it's going to cost. I will pay you to do it. And I think he said he paid something like $75,000 for them to install a fiber line into his home. This guy probably makes that much in a month. Sure. It's just like, well, and it's your job, right? Right. (laughs) But that's what he had to do because he could not get quality service out of his cable provider. They wouldn't fix his internet. And it was just like, okay, fine. I'm rich. You know what? I'll come up with a solution, but this shit sucks. for me, right? And it's crazy that like you had he had to do that, like it's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yep. And most people, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of people can't do that. Oh yeah, no, most people can't do it. Um, but you know what, most people could do, Alex. I would argue almost everyone over the age of eighteen is vote. Yeah. Well, and and ideally. <laughs> And ideally, in my world, you know, a lot and vote more... for your local elections, a lo- not just the the because that's what screws us every all of this up. It, it, people who have bad um, have these these towns make get contracts with these ISPs that are exclusive and all this other shit. Why do they do that? Because no one fucking votes in local elections, and no one pays attention to it. Yeah, so they get away with it. No one, you know, and it's like this is. There every and I, and I, I'm not trying to throw us on a tangent. I'm just saying that's this podcast. That is this podcast. This is I really don't want podcast. to talk politics tonight. I just say nonsense is our thing. It's true, <laughs> but this is this is one of those things. This is one of those tangible things yeah. that that will affect you. that will affect you. And you know, a lot of people might hear what you're saying and say, "Well, who the fuck cares? Your video gaming." You know, sorry, buddy. That sucks for you. But oh, but wait until you're in bed and it's twelve o'clock at night and you're trying to open that that last fic before you go to sleep, and you can't get there. Or Problem. you're you need to work from home today because your kid's sick. Oh, you mean like a real reason? Yes. Yeah, and your and your internet's suddenly unstable, and you can't zoom. Now you're either taking PTO um, that you didn't want to, or in a worst case scenario, you're put in a situation where. Like you're in trouble with work because you're, you know, they're not tolerant of you taking time, you know, suddenly. And what's funny is when I tell people about this, they're like, do you live in a rural area or something? Why is your Internet bad? And and I'm like, no, actually, I live less than half hour and half hour outside of Chicago. And it's my internet is this bad, and it has been for a month. Well, that's that's the incredible thing is like how how bad internet is in the United States. Um, just when you look compared to the rest of the developed world, and this is a common theme, right? I was gonna say there's a lot of stuff you could say that about, but it, it's you know, and part of it is that the U.S. was one of the 
early adopters of the internet so there's there's all this older infrastructure out there and they are trying very hard to not have to create new infrastructure which is reasons why stupid shit like i can't get fiber to my house uh is so infuriating but again you're right i mean it's just lack of competition yeah that's all it comes down to and in my hope the only thing i can hope for because there are a lot of people out there like you two who really don't need a wired in the ground internet connection from comcast Mm -hmm. a ton of people especially old people that all they do is like you know watch tv and maybe they browse the web a little bit my parents wouldn't need it yeah they i mean people like your parents they should switch to t-mobile or verizon's home internet and it's wireless it'd be totally fine it'd be perfect for everything they do and they'd save a bunch of money is she's got the i uh the plan where she calls comcasts and berates them yeah for several hours until they keep her on the like intro whatever the fuck she has it on like her calendar but the thing is like we've talked about it um and it works i don't know why like, it works for her no because she literally calls and berates them for however long it takes <laughs> and, and maybe i've been too nice i don't know I get meaner. but come on alex i just it's it is frustrating and you know i do think a lot of people really should be looking into these fixed wireless solutions because well and and honestly, that's like I was texting with you. That's like ninety percent of the reason why I'm actually very seriously considering making the switch. I mean, we've got to we've got to do probably next week a full house switchover to uh, literally everything. I will the- say I have noticed AO3 opens a little slow. Um, Just throwing that out there. Well, and I saw the tests, and and the thing is, with a fixed wireless, there's going to be some variation be some. throughout the day. Yeah, sure. Um, I think on the test you sent me, it was like your Comcast round trip was hitting a server at like 13 ms, mm-hmm. and Verizon was hitting a server at like it was like 37 ms or something. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't think you would notice that, but that is a difference. Yeah, And then you also have to account for, okay, how good is the router that's built into that Verizon thing versus yours? Right. You like, know. So like part of what I, I, I want to test next is to... Put that modem in bridge mode and yeah. just use your router. Right. And see how that works. And, you know, I don't have... I think we got like two and a half more weeks to try it out before um, I can't... Or, I mean, I can cancel it any time, but if I... It, within the first 30 days I can get all my money back well actually not get money back but not have to pay right but so um but I like I I actually really want it to work so I can call Comcast and cancel and tell them look I have an option that's better it's cheaper or you know or maybe it's not better but it's good enough for my needs and you know yeah. I don't you know, so do better. No, and I think I really do think the vast, vast majority of people should be switching because if you just compare, if we're just comparing straight up internet to internet pricing, forget the speed because people always get tricked on this speed bullshit. Most people, 
99.9% of the people do not need gigabit fucking nope. internet. You don't even really need 500 megabit internet. Most people are going to be totally fine with, say, about 200, 250 megabit internet. You even need that much? You're never going to use that much data. It's never going to happen. You know happen. when I use 300 megabit per second? When I'm doing a speed test. Yeah. <laughs> That's do- about it. When you're doing a speed test and when you're downloading video games... That's well, it. Even when I'm downloading video games, I've never. I've well, never you're not okay. You're not hitting this. You're not hitting the speed you're paying for because you're wireless. That's different. Well, sure. If but you were wired in, you'd hit those speeds. Maybe you you would. But that's beside the point. The point is, most people really. You look at it now. T-Mobile is offering their fixed wireless for twenty five a month. Verizon is offering, you know. 50 a month if you're not a Verizon subscriber, 25 a month if you are, people should be switching. Yeah. I mean, they should be. If you, whether you do or don't have T-Mobile or Verizon, to get the same level of internet from Comcast, if we're just comparing speed, which again is a bad, is not what I would be comparing personally, but if you're just worried about speed, to get similar levels of performance from Comcast, you're probably going to pay anywhere from 70 to $100 a month. So we're talking major cost savings. Major savings. What I, I'm really curious is why aren't more people switching? Now, how much of it is, I'm, you know, I'm sure a lot of it's just, you know, I'm happy with my internet service as so is. I think yeah, I'll save money, but I think there's I two hassle. reasons. I think one, it's my internet's fine. I don't have any problems. You know, these problems you're talking about, Alex, I don't have to deal with any of that bullshit. My internet's great. And then there's, I think, especially if we're talking about older people who just want to be able to watch their fucking Fox news or CNN or NBC or whatever, right? Whatever they watch on, on cable TV, they're getting cable TV from Comcast, and I don't believe that I'm aware of, you know, Verizon or T-Mobile or anything like that is doing any sort of, like, TV offerings. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to upend everything and have to suddenly, you know, use Hulu and, right. you know, Paramount Plus and Netflix right. and we HBO Max or wherever, right? Yeah. Because if you're you, – and or you'd have to find some other way to watch stuff like uh, CNN – I don't know, you know, how yeah. you do that or well, whatever. We got to have, have our get, news on. You'd have to get like right. Google TV or something, I guess. But, you know, and if you start like even if you decrease the cost of your Internet and you throw away your cable TV, if you go and start subscribing to six, seven different services, your price is going to be end up being similar anyway. Yeah. So oh, I, I think that there was that dream of streaming and it was like, oh, everything in one. Spot. Well, the, the true dream of the Internet is that actually you just subscribe to a VPN and you do things that are morally um ambiguous let's say i don't think there's anything morally ambiguous about that alex but, you do what's good for you but uh i just, you're not hurting anybody you know really that's what i really do believe like 95 percent of people out there should be switching to these fixed wireless solutions see what's interesting about that though is let's say 95 percent of people did switch well their their networks would go to shit they're not hey they're they not, would have to build out infrastructure yeah but if you got that many people like you could you could afford to build out that the other the other funny thing is you know who owns the lines that run to these towers that supply the internet Mm. who's that comcast oh yeah funny so one way or another they're getting paid (laughs) 
not as much as they make if you subscribe directly to them. It's it's um it's all kind of incredible. Yeah, it's fucking horseshit is what it is. And if anyone happens to listen to this who like knows anyone high up at Comcast who can actually do anything, uh please reach out and let me know and I would be eternally grateful and uh Bob will like send you a nice shirt or something. Why? Yeah. I'm I'm sending people shirts. Yeah. If they can fix my internet, they can have a shirt. I'm supposed. Uh, did you know about this? That I'm. I'm guessing what shirt? kind of what kind of shirt? Is mm. the tasteful like purchase from Target? Like no, like shirts? like he's gonna do the printing. Oh, he's gonna screen print. Something. Yeah. Okay. Well, what am I screen printing on the shirt? Thanks for fixing my shitty internet. Oh, that's a lot of corners. Little... Words are hard. <laughs> How about a heart? I can do a heart. <laughs> words are hard Bob. words are hard true words, words have never words been spoken yeah so if anyone's out there and they um you know can maybe actually get like a comcast line tech to come and test my line that would be ideal that being said Fuck i you. give it maybe six months until it actually gets fixed and i'm just kind of fucked until then it's pretty sweet. I'm going to have a lot more time to play single player games. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Cuz I can't. Or get the client you put a mini split in the garage, Alex. Just saying. Look, let's let's price it out. Let's find <laughs> out. Let's find out um like maybe you find out hey, it's going to cost you know, $5,000 to get the materials to climate control your garage, okay? But I do all the labor, so therefore it's kind of like even, you know? <laughs> Plus, let's be honest, Erica. Yes, dear. He secretly wants the garage climate control. Oh, that's not even a secret. That's one of the yeah. first things he said when we bought the yeah, place. So it's like this benefits him too. I'll be out there playing yeah. video games five hours a night. He'll be riding his Peloton or lifting weights or whatever crazy Bob shit he gets up to, you know? Bob shit. Bob shit. There's a shirt. Bob shit. Bob shit. Okay, Bob shit sir, sh- shirt for anyone who could fix my Bob internet. Math. I'll remember BobMath.com. BobMath. Yeah, that dream. I still maintain. That dream died. The dream of BobMath.com. I still maintain BobMath could have been could have been viable if I, you know, had to actually put in Try. any effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in summary, my internet's fucked and... Um, I probably won't bring it up again unless I'm really mad about it, but I'll, I'll let everyone know when it gets fixed, uh, maybe before I die. Outstanding. I am really curious when it actually gets fixed. Oh, and by the way, I haven't brought this up. I've had packet loss on this connection before. It was probably like 10 years ago. It also took me a month to get them to fix it last time. I vaguely remember that. And that was, again... A problem away from my home where someone had to actually go out there and inspect the line and find the issue, which is fine. I understand things happen. Sure. All I want them to do is send someone out there to inspect the line. That's it. I'm just waiting for them to tell you, well. Fuck off. Fuck off. They've basically already told me to fuck off. I'm just going to keep nagging them. Well, eventually you're going to cost them more money than 
it'll cost to just actually fix it. And that's when things will actually start Maybe like a fucking, you know, star will look down upon me and some executive at AT&T will say, you know what? We should have built out that fiber a little bit more. That being said, I'm not getting my hopes up. Can I tell you? So one of the things, you know, we're trying to Verizon Internet. Um, I've been using it for work for the last week and a half. It's been pretty good. It's not. I agree. I have seen some lagginess here and there. And it hasn't been to the point where I'm like. Turn it off. Go back to Comcast. Right. Well, yeah, because I could just switch back over. But it's noticeable. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. You need, you need like, a real-world stress test. You need, it like, 8 o'clock at night when everyone's on the internet. You start doing a video call in the back. Erica starts streaming a show on the TV. And I'll uh, play some Overwatch on another TV. You need, like, a real stress test to see what happens. We should do this next weekend. Whenever you want, Bob. There we go. You just let me know. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, really, see, and then we can talk about it on the next podcast. There we go. Just but, like just like we'll be now, just like we'll be talking about the uh, 10 episodes of Spy Family you watch between now and then. So, um, one last thought on this. <laughs> the reason, so kind of one of the things that I was looking at is, uh, you know, through my work, I can get a Verizon deal. And I thought about switching that too but a thought occurred to me that if you know if my Comcast goes down which it has sure I can tether to my phone on the AT&T network which is not affected if I switch my home internet and my phones to Verizon and and Verizon goes down you're fucked I have no backup you have to go to the library. That's true. Actually, I hadn't considered that. But has that ever really happened? That Verizon has gone down? Well, like for, yeah, for like in a really extended period of time. Enough that it would affect his work, yeah. But think about it. Like if my internet goes out and my, you know, if my, if, if it, my phone was down and my home internet was down, I'd have no way of telling work. I'm inaccessible. That's true. You know, I'd just basically be a black box. So. I hadn't considered that. And keep in mind, you know, I get a stipend for my internet. So from that perspective, I'd rather have a level of redundancy to to cover myself. Sure. Um, and, and, you know, is that a level of redundancy where I'm paying for two different internet connections? No. But I think it makes a little more sense to keep my cell phone service on a different provider than my home internet. Yeah, that that makes sense. I agree with that. What are you itching to talk about, Erica? I just don't want to talk about the internet <laughs> Yeah, let's move on. Uh, okay, let's talk about WWE. For like 45 minutes. That did go a while. I, I mean, I told you I could rant. <laughs> Um, and I was also here, explaining like, some stuff. I know you want boring. to talk about WWE. You don't want to talk about how the Hankinator might actually be a kind of crappy person. Is that true? Have we discussed this at all? 
I don't think so. So there's there was a thing that came out. Oh, this is a while ago. This is before Christmas. Did we not talk about this? Well, no, we we've have, talked about a lot of we, it. We we haven't talked about all, on the podcast at least all of the kind of. Well, I kept coming up to you like on a daily basis yes. and being like, "Here's this nonsense," because yeah, yeah. But from what you, from what my understanding is, mostly from what you've described to me, is that there is a working a... theory. That Mr. Hank might be hard to work with and might be a little bit of a dick. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, you don't really know. There's just that one, it was on like a gossip blog and everybody kind of, mm-hmm. not everybody, but someone just like, puts it out there and people latch onto it. Well, no, it was more you had like, because the, you have the, the, the Redditors, the, the slavishly devoted, to Hank as Geralt, and it's like, the dream is over. We need to move on with our lives, guys. Mm-hmm. I know it hurts. We'll get over it together. Maybe Liam will be okay. We don't know. Um, But, I mean... The least Hemsworth? The least Hemsworth. The least. <laughs> he could be good. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. That being said... <laughs> eh... But so this report came out that was very much like... Hey, was, and by the way, if the least Hemsworth can fix my internet, I take back everything I said <laughs> and I keep an open mind. <laughs> Basically that he was hire, he was uh, uh, given the showrunner a hard time, wasn't like... And again, just take all of this with a grain of salt because the PR kind of war going on between sure him and the show... Though I do think the showrunner has been handling it all with uh, a certain level of grace because she doesn't really have a choice. Well, and he has he really said anything? He hasn't. But at the same time, it's like you kind of you left and you left it out there kind of that. Oh, well, it's because it's not book accurate. But he didn't say that. He didn't. But that's the implication. The implication. And it's I don't we don't need to. If you end up, you know, out on a boat. (laughs) In the middle of nowhere. Are you hurting these women? Nobody's hurting, hurting these women. <laughs> I feel like you're not understanding me. I'm not. I'm really. You know, she doesn't really have a choice. Because of the because implication. Of the implication. <laughs> He's like, just wonderful. But yeah, we don't have to relitigate all this shit again. It's yeah. just, what I will say is annoying, and I'm sure I've said this before, is just that I don't think the show would be getting half of the shit it gets for not being quote unquote canon accurate if there was a male showrunner i don't know if that is i mean uh, there's idiots out there a thousand there's there's idiots out there don't get me wrong uh i mean i don't that 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 thought didn't even come into my mind i've said it also i didn't even know if the showrunner was a man or a woman so uh woman right no i I understand based on what you said but i'm just saying before this Uh, we've i listened to our our other episode uh, uh recently and i've believe i said this on that they would do themselves a, a very big favor by just just stop trying to say you're you're doing your own thing it's an adaptation yeah let's move on with our lives oh yeah look it's just like the halo show you can do an adaptation do whatever makes you happy but i'm gonna sit here and tell you if i think it's shit right. you know and the halo show is unmitigated trash and not in any good ways no you know it's there's not, trash not, and then there's trash it's not fun bad and the Witcher show 
I'm not acting like it's the greatest show ever. I don't think it even comes cro- close to approaching great TV, but it's good. Calm down. Oh, it's no, good. I, it's a good. thousand percent. I was just going to say, not everything has to be yeah. prestige TV. I don't yeah. want it's, everything to it's, be that. It's good. I enjoy it for what it is. I want my like, goofy show with no. the monsters and the yeah. pretty and the pretty man that I can stare at. Yeah, that's, there you go. There, that's all I and want. And you're going to get your Witcher. new pretty man, and we just have to pray he doesn't suck. Yeah, I wasn't talking about him, but that's fine. Hey, look. Moving on. Steroids hey. can do it for everyone. Hey, listen. Did you hear Hugh Jackman said he wasn't done steroids? Oh, buddy. And look, I'm not making any accusations as always, but... Uh, Come on. You know, I mean, I don't know that people get like twice as muscular when they're 40, but maybe it's just me. Well, I'm getting younger every day. You know, I'm even going to like comment on that. He never got... He was like jacked and very dehydrated but he never got to like you know the rock just doesn't look like a person anymore yeah he never he never approached like rock or or henry cavill levels he never got there henry cavill got like beef but he also never like he still looked like a person the rock doesn't look like a person uh, anymore. i think cavill much like the rock looks like he's all upper body like his I, body looks very I, unbalanced i think I think what you really have to look at are the traps. What do your traps look like? If you have a neck and like I can look through like through the sides of your neck, okay. I might buy that you're not on steroids. But when you got like the trapezoid thing going, it's like Hey, hey. Hmm. Tomohiro Ishii has no neck and that dude is not on steroids. <laughs> and he's steroids. natty. <laughs> Hey, if that guy's on ste- if that guy's on steroids, they don't work the same for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> They're under the fat. But I, yeah, I look. It's like I think a lot of actors are assholes. You know, it's like I don't really care as long as you look. If you're as long as you're not doing anything creepy or whatever. Or My weird. understanding was, and again, I just want the show to be great. good. I mean, I don't want it to be like a nightmare to produce the show. From what I heard and what this, this, whatever this was said, is he was uh, difficult to work with, was giving mm-hmm. the showrunner a hard time, making changes, it, it just kind of, and, and they talked about that a little bit, but they kind of spun it to be like, oh, well, you know, he would, because he's such a, you know, canon-like follower and appreciator, he would, like, make it so it was more, like, it was important to him right. that Geralt was more like in the books, but it was like in that first season, you were the one who wasn't saying the lines and stuff that he was supposed to be saying because you thought he should be more taciturn. But whatever. Well, whatever. And the other thing is, we're never going to know what actually we, happened. We, right. We don't know what happened. There's this kind of weird thing going on in the the PR space around this with some you know rumors going around. What I said to you though. Uh, was what's what's the next gig though, for him? Yep. Warhammer. Well, you gotta have the rights before you know you do the Warhammer show with Amazon. No, I whatever DC was just like, hey, fuck you, buddy. It really felt that way, didn't it? Which <laughs> <laughs> um, is an incredible timing. I mean, you probably just shouldn't have said anything. It probably should have been a, there's new people coming in. 
We got to wait to see what they have to say. Though I think he was doing kind of like what The Rock does, and you're kind of putting it out there. Oh, look how excited. We talked about this, too. Look how excited everybody is. Everybody's excited that Henry's coming back. Sure. And James Gunn was like, nah. Well, and or, I always thought he was fine as Superman. I didn't think it was his fault that those movies We've talked bad. about that, yeah. too. It's it's the writing was terrible. Well, and who knows? Like, I, you know, The Rock was doing a lot of PR or trying to do some damage control after um, Black Adam did not perform the way they wanted it to. But as far as we know, Henry Cavill thought everything was a go all the way up until it wasn't anymore. Yeah, and and they and look, do you think he went and posted that on Instagram that he was going to be Superman again without them telling him to do that? No, no way. No. I wouldn't think so. No fucking way. No, I That would be viewed I mean, as so unprofessional. I I think genuinely what happened is they finished inking the deal with James Gunn and you know, they couldn't This is the this is the thing that's really shitty about business in general that is it's it's hard to sympathize with because just, you know, it, outside of like this movie space where Henry Cavill's going to be fine. But, you know, this happens all the time where like somebody gets hired to a new company and a week later that entire group is let go. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck? You couldn't have told me? And you can't say anything because you, you, just until that la- that final decision is made, anything could happen. I would think, though, where you're having someone come in and you're giving them, and it's two people. I can never remember the other guy's name. James got another guy. They're, it, okay, we're giving you the DC Universe... To do with what you will, the movies. Mm-hmm. Don't you have to think, and yet maybe not, because you know you want to be like, oh, it's I got my gig, I'm coming back. That it's just like mm, new people, isn't it, in the back of your head? Well, we also don't know timing. We don't know anything about anything. He could have this. This all could have been. This is all just speculation. I'm done months before that, right? Right. You know, so it it's hard to know. I I what. I would. It's still funny though. It's funny. What it would be nice to see though is like for everyone just to say to come out and be like, "We wish everyone the best of luck." I move forward, and not let you know shit drag on. You mean how the entire like production office of The Witcher didn't say anything about him? So weird for like months. So weird until they started with the blood origins. Were like, Joey. You gotta go say something. Everyone loves you. Go, go, go say something. Say it's fine. Tell them it's gonna be okay. Speaking of TV show adaptations, Uh I believe The Last of Us starts on HBO this weekend, maybe? Oh, yeah. And the reviews are extremely positive. I think they, I think they actually sent screeners for the whole season, so... That probably shows you they're confident in it. Well, well, and you've got actual, like, it's not just video game people doing it. They've got, like, actual people well, doing and it. And to your, uh, what you've always harped on, Sony actually gives a shit. Well, and, and <laughs> yeah, and the, and the lead guy on The Last of Us, Neil Druckmann, is also heavily involved in the TV show. So, well, and I you mean, got, you've like, got someone there who understands the story, you've understands got actual why actors. it works. Yeah. You've got Pedro Pascal. Dude's having a moment. 
Like, yeah. yeah, let's go. And and I saw the two main actors from The Last of Us, the, the voice actors, are in the show to some degree. I don't know how much they're in there. I feel like, isn't... It's probably cameos. Ashley Johnson, like, I thought she was in the trailer, and she's like... She's uh, in there. She's in the trailer. I think she might be Ellie's mom or something. That's what I... That's yeah. what I read, and Troy Baker is in the trailer as well. He's like a henchman or something. That's so, pretty rad. So they're not like major roles or something right. but they found They're them there. something to do to get them on the show at least a little bit well and you want to yeah a little little respect down there for the the originators of the roles oh yeah i mean so. dude it's like i can't at this point i can't really remember the last of us one that clearly and like every little beat and everything but i played the last of us two fairly recently and man they both like hit it out of the park on their performances they were both really great in both games i do really want to play The Last of Us 2 at some point. Oh, it's a great game. Um, I'm pumped for the show. I'll probably wait until most of it is released because we were talking about getting Max again. Yep. Because I got to rewatch. Well, it's uh, still available. I got to rewatch Our Flag Means Death before season two comes out. Oh, yes. Even though I don't know when season two comes out. I would imagine it's, I don't know how much post-production you need to do on a show like that. but The Last of Us as a video game. Um, There's definitely moments from that, and I, it's been a while since I've played that that still stick with me. Oh yeah, no that you know, and obviously Naughty Dog, um, and and Sony's kind of top tier games. Like people definitely, I think, over embellish how good they are, but still. The Last of Us is no. It has a great story. It's a masterpiece, yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah I agree. A thousand percent. It is just funny to see, like, because I think you could argue like that original Halo trilogy is really kind of like Bungie's masterpiece, and that you get this shit ass TV show with a bunch of nobodies in it. But then, like, The Last of Us is like, oh no, this is actually like a prestige TV oh, well, show. We're going for it with well, this. Uh, look, I mean. If you went out and hired all these top tier actors or something, would the Halo TV show have been better? Sure, it would have been. Would it have been good? No. I don't know that we know that necessarily. Okay. I think the right. I don't know who I would hire because I'm not. We're not gonna go down that. Road. I don't care how much charisma you have. I don't think you're overcoming those storylines in that writing. I think at the very least you can make it fun. It might still be like it could still be stupid. But it's gonna be at least fun, and that show was n- not fun. For it was the ma- fun, it was fun to shit on for the majority of the run. Yeah, I, and it there ju- were moments. It just felt like Microsoft was said. He, he we don't, we really just don't know how, what to do with TV. Well, we've been trying to do so this forever. Here, well, just take do it. something, right? And it's interesting. I've been playing the Halo Infinite campaign because it's finally available to be played co-op online. And by the way, while I play that, the whole time I'm playing that in the corner where it shows the ping, right next to that in big red letters, it says, unstable packet loss. And I'm like, you don't say. <laughs> like, I know. Thank you. Um, you don't, you don't turn that off, so it doesn't bother you. You don't have to keep rubbing no, I my face know. in it. I want to know. <laughs> Alex wants to hold on to the anger. So... No, believe me, that's how bad it is, by the way, my internet. I'm playing co-op campaign, and I can actually feel, like, the bullets not registering. Like, it's <laughs> incredible. But um, the writing, from what I've played, now keep in mind, I've only played, like, maybe six, seven hours. I've played, you know, actually, 
And this would be one of my criticisms of this game is it's a big collectathon, like an Assassin's Creed. Oof. But and I'm not enjoying that, but it also like plays into my fucking craziness that I need to do everything I see on the map. You know what I mean? Like I wish it wasn't there, I really do. But but it plays it's, into my fucking is, psychosis. I have to but, get all the question marks. Wait, um, is it is it an open world game? It's an open world game, yes. So you go from you go from mission to mission. The missions are out in the open world. You know, you do the mission wherever it is. It might take you into buildings or teleport you somewhere or whatever. But all the missions start in the open world. There's all these collectibles and, like, squads to rescue or whatever. It all takes place on a ring, of course. Um, but, and, and it, look, all I'm trying to say is, putting all that aside, the gameplay itself is fun. I wish there wasn't the giant collectathon, but the gameplay, the shooting, all feels good. It's fun. The missions are fun, and the writing has been very good, I think. Like, you have the Master Chief, you have this, um, you know, I think you saw the trailer right from way long ago for Halo Infinite where this pilot finds him in space. I think we watched it, yes. Yeah. Um, so you have that guy whose name I can't recall right now, um, and you have this new AI called The Weapon that's helping chief out and um it's all like very interesting i like all the characters and the writing's good and that's why and look i don't maybe by the end of the game i'll be like this story sucked you know what i mean sure but um right now i'm enjoying what i've seen and so someone clearly seems to have some general understanding over there of like how to make this character interesting and how to make these games entertaining so can we take that story and maybe make the tv show better because this is the thing right this is the great thing about tv you're not making one movie and that's the movie and it either flies or it doesn't right you have a chance on a tv show especially when you get picked up for more seasons let's go to fix mistakes so you could find ways to get things into the right place, move around the chess pieces and set things up for the show to improve dramatically and Again, I don't think that show's problem was actors. I mean, could you go out and find some better actors? Sure, I have no they problem They were doing with that. the best with what they were given. You know, thousand I, percent. I, I, look, I just want, like, Chief and Cortana to maybe not be at odds all the time and be on the same page and not have this looming threat of her taking over his mind or something. I will say, and I think we talked about this when when we were, we were uh, chatting about the show, I get why they felt they had to do that because you can't just start the relationship there. Sure. It has to feel earned. Oh, I agree with that. So did they do that the right way necessarily? No. <laughs> I could say no. No, sure. But that's that's why they did that. And, and other than that, the other thing I'd like to see on the Halo, the Halo show is for that Spartan to get climbed like a tree. By that, by that female doctor. I, doc, by, by I assume that doctor. was the only reason that we would be like continuing. Oh, to that better it. happen. I'll tell you what, uh, Erica. If that doesn't happen in season two, there's going to be some angry Reddit posts. Okay. You you know, Alex. If it doesn't happen, you could get an Ao3 account. Fick, you want to see just in the not world, the same. Alex? You it's should write it yourself. It's, it is. It isn't. It really isn't. But. Yeah. Sometimes you got to scratch that itch. Yeah, challenge. I mean, maybe if I like created the hentai I wanted to see in the world, but you know. I mean. Hey, you could. I can't. Hey, you said you didn't want to work in an office. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, as long as the money's coming in, I'll do whatever, pretty much. (laughs) 
Hey, I have Fair a enough. question for you. Now, I know you're mostly into Final Fantasy VII, right? Like, I don't think you're as much into the other Final Fantasy games, are you? Final Fantasy VII was... I got the PlayStation 1, the Christmas after that came out, and I got that game. That was mm-hmm. the first, like, JRPG that I ever really got into. So it has a very special place in my heart. Uh, I didn't really like eight. I thought it was it was very different than seven, mm-hmm. and I didn't really like the characters. And I just kind of nah. Nine is great. Uh, Ten, I had the same problem that I had with eight. I was just like, I don't really give a shit. And then after that, I just kind of fell off. Uh, six is wonderful as well. Um, I think I've played I've played one. I've played four, five, and six. Um, so I, I do love the franchise, but seven is my ride or die. Yeah, and I'm just wondering, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, obviously you have your go-tos here. You have right here behind me, Tifa, Cloud, Barrett, Aerith, Sephiroth. I mean, these are the like iconic Final Fantasy characters. Sure. If we're putting them aside, putting Final Fantasy seven aside and the whole surrounding universe sure who do you consider then the next most like well-known recognizable iconic whatever you want to say final fantasy character for like the people at large i would say probably is it tara from final fantasy 6 with the green Mm. hair i don't even know who that is she's kind of your main character um, for me in nine, uh, Vivi, the little, uh, black mage, mm-hmm. he always comes to mind. Um, and yeah, that's kind of for me. See, I always feel like the character I see the most and, you know, I don't even know what games she was in because I know she had two games, I believe is lightning. Oh, that's and, and, uh, 13. Okay. And I, and I think. I think personally, I think lightning's like cool just because she looks cool. You know, I don't know anything about the character, whatever. I I never played 13. I just think it's a cool design, which is why you like kind of always see her out there. Sure. I didn't play 13. Uh, I really didn't have any interest. Uh, I was told that it's, you're basically running down one hallway it's decorated differently for about 24 hours and then it opens up and I was like, that sounds terrible. Is that the lightning game? I thought hers was like 12 or something. No, she's not in. Because I did play some of 12. Because hmm. 11 is the Memorphiger. 12 was with... Oh, was it like Van in like... What's her fucking name? I can see her face like... Yeah, that he she wasn't in that. And then 13 went more like futuristic again and 12 was a little bit more like that medieval sort of fantasy kind of thing with airships yeah. and shit. You know, and I, I was thinking about that cuz you're kind of talking about like, you know, narrow, running down a corridor. I I don't like that because that does get old. Well, I also don't like being told, "Oh, you should play this this video game for a literal day of your life." And then it will get good. No, oh, yeah, that's bad. That as well. I'm like absolutely not. Like but that's that's no. I do like when games give me direction, 
even sure. in an open world game, I like to feel like, hey, I should do this and then I should do that. And I like some I like some guidance. You sure. like being told what to do. Not exactly. I don't want to be told this is the only thing you can do. There's nothing else to do. Like this is it. But I like some level of like, hey, let's let's play with the bumpers on, you know what I mean? Like So so like if I may, at the beginning of Witcher Three, where it's you're in White Orchard and you're kind of following a quest with Vesemir at first, and then you finish that, and it plays kind not exactly like a tutorial, but Sort of right. like, this is what this is, this is how you do X, this is how you do Y. And then once you finish that, that first, like, I think it's a griffin that you kill at the end of that. It's like, okay, into the wide world you go. So, but that's, so this is what I mean. I like an open world game like that because it's like, hey, here's all your quests. And yeah, you can do them in whatever order you want. But generally, the way you kind of want to play is do the lowest level stuff first. Sure. And I kind of like to do all the side stuff I currently have available, then start hitting main missions until there's more side stuff to do. That's usually that's, how I play. That's kind of like how I just like to play an open world game. Unless it's Skyrim and I just if completely ignore the main quest altogether and only play side stuff. <laughs> and then remember, oh shit, I've been playing for 70 hours. I should probably go and play the main quest and then beat it in like two hours. Yeah, I don't like open world games where it's just, hey... Here's the world. Make your own fun, and the we're shove. giving you Good no luck. guidance. Like I, I like, I like some type of direction. Like, hey, you should do this. You should do that. I, I just like something. What? I don't, what, I don't yeah. need to be told like, hey, this is the only thing to do. What open world game would you say there is that is just like meh? Good luck. Um, because I don't know that I've ever played one like that. I'd have to think about it. I'd have to think about it a little bit. Try again. Breath nope. of the Wild. There it is. <laughs> um, I've never played that, so I can't. No, say. even that had like a little bit. There's a starter area where they kind of like you're guided a little bit, but I don't like. I don't like in Breath open world games. Wind. I feel like, and it wasn't. It wasn't as bad, but sometimes I almost get this feeling of being overwhelmed it's when like, what do I do what? you drop me like you're kind of talking about in like horizon forbidden west you kind of start off it's like hey we're in the tutorial hey go do this and then you get to a point where the game opens up right mm-hmm. and suddenly it's hey you can go to any one of these three places but at the same time we're going to throw nine side quests at you it's like dude I don't need like my quest log to be filled with 15 things yeah I don't like that either because then I feel like I'm losing track of shit and I'm going to miss something. And then because you've hit me with so many quests, I'll be off doing one quest. And then I'll just like trip and fall over another quest that then like takes over and you end up doing that by accident. <laughs> and I just think that's bad game design too. One thing that I really hate is when like you get you get that like all the quests and then it's not super clear when like if you progress any further you'll lose oh yeah other and that that's why i always in every game do side stuff first yeah because i don't want that to happen i do appreciate in like uh well i think they did it in mass effect they were like this is the point of no return after this you're locked in yeah they do that in the witcher 3 as well i think they did that in horizon both horizon games too like hey you need to do whatever this is a big this is it right yeah well and and that's 
that's just good game design. And yeah. I, well, it's, I, it's, and, a, it's a courteous thing so you don't piss somebody off. In Mass Effect 3, um, I, there was there was a very clear checkpoint of, like, you better do everything before before you proceed to the final battle, right? Though but there th- were certain quests, which you're probably about to say. So. Yeah, there were other things that you could get locked out of if you didn't do them, uh, or you or where if you did a mission, other stuff would get locked out. So the my first playthrough of Mass Effect Three, um, I missed a couple of things for that reason, and what I didn't, what the thing that really bothered me about that playthrough of Mass Effect Three was you've you've it the the game gives you this conflicting message of oh my God you got to get back to Earth and you got to fight the Reapers. And like Earth's being overrun. Like you really don't have time for a faff about. You don't have time, <laughs> but hey, why don't you go spend a couple months out in space? And well, I always <laughs> took it as we're not strong enough as we are right now. We need to amass our forces to like the X point that we can get, and then we'll go back. Yeah, and fight the Reapers. But you're still having a faff. That's how Breath of the Wild is. It's like oh, Zelda's languishing in the castle, but I'm gonna go cook some tasty food with food. all the shit that I found food and maybe chase some horses the food and look for little kakiris so I'll get there when I get there you what's the just, worst that could happen you could you could just chill <laughs> I mean what's a little bit of you know isolation torture you're fine you're fine you're fine you're fucking you're Zelda you're fine princess Zelda I'm you're not worried fine. you've been through worse <laughs> it's fine you know what I hate in any video game when you are being hit with dialogue and then you've progressed forward to another point too quickly so the dialogue gets cut off and then they start other dialogue or they start a cutscene or something i hate that shit it drives me crazy i hate when you're in dialogue and then you just like you click on a door and now you hit a loading screen so the dialogue just ends it's like Shouldn't you design this in such a way where this is what hallways are for, right? <laughs> they're for loading screens and they're for letting dialogue play out. Right. Like I can wait. Just just make me wait. Don't make me just stand there and be like, okay, I'm just waiting for the dialogue then so I can keep playing. Like they should be overlapping. It was the elevators in Mass Effect. Right. Well, that was just pure loading screens. <laughs> what was really funny about that though is if you go back if you play um, the legendary edition they uh, give you the option to skip the elevator yeah. yes it's funny because there is like little like there lore like dialogue yeah, yeah there's like lore stuff on the elevator but nothing really critical so you could they really were loading screens oh sure but it was just yeah well that's like when you whenever you you know get around to playing Final Fantasy 7 remake there's a lot of like shuffling through corridors and stuff which are just clearly loading screens cuz it's a PS4 game you know <laughs> Oh man So SSDs Alex they're great they're the best That's the best that's the best reason to buy a Series X or a PS5 Mhm Fuck you know just everything should be SSDs Well they pretty much are now 
SSDs or tape backup. No in between. Do do we want to talk about WWE? Sure, or the tears. No, the tears are last. <laughs> the tears. Oh, you um, weren't present for Sob Fest 2023 last night. We'll get to it. So, this WWE stuff is interesting because I believe we talked about before how Vince McMahon resigned and I think we and then I think we also talked about how he regretted resigning because he felt he touched briefly he felt on, he shouldn't have because it would have just blown over and right. you know in that sense I agree with him right. it would have he felt but, he got some bad advice so he was considering coming back yeah. well so he came back fuckers back he reinstated himself to the board and also elected two of his former top executives to the board and who were, at the who was that? It's like Michelle. I can't remember oh, her okay. name. George Barrows. No one you would know. Okay. Um, but they're like basically the former top two people under him in WWE for a long time. And so he appointed them to the board, and then at the same time, the people on the board who were investigating him quit because it's like, okay, what's the point now? Pretty much. So I think two or three people quit off the board at the same time. And this was maybe, what, four days ago or something? I think this all started to happen. It was recently, right? I feel and, like he was back on Friday. And then at the same time, his daughter, Stephanie, who was co-CEO alongside this other guy, Nick Khan, uh, resigned completely, like quit being CEO, quit off the board, so she's gone. I mean, she is out. And he, you know, essentially reelected himself chairman of the board. So he's in complete control day to day again. I mean, like he owns 81% of the voting shares. Hey, There's he nothing can do to stop him. Whatever he wants to do, just now, I mean, I was like, oh, he's gone. Triple H is in charge of creative. You know, maybe yeah, give it a it, while. It, I could potentially see poking the head back in. Now, absolutely not. Yeah. And, and, uh, Triple H is still the head of creative. I doubt that lasts for very long. It's not going to last much I'm longer. sure he'll be shuffled along to some other gig soon. It's got to be like, it's, I'm not crying any tears for Triple H, but it, it just to have watched basically all that you have done come to complete ruin. Yeah. Is, is has to be very demoralizing. Well, yeah, to, to work and spend so much time on people and things and to try to make the company better in certain ways, in his vision anyway, and to just have this old man who keeps screwing you over chance after chance, it's got to be demoralizing. Oh, definitely. Um, I... So, I mean... So, and then the, the other thing was... Well, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it, he doesn't seem like the type of person to quit. No. But I would imagine that there are conversations happening between him and Stephanie where she's got to be just being like, we just we just got to be done. Well, and if he if he gets, you know, demoted significantly, he might be like, Fuck I just this. can't do this anymore. Right. You know, but I don't know. Um, because really, what else is he going to do? Do you have to do anything? Maybe you don't have to, but I don't think... I don't know if a guy like that can sit at home 
you know, enjoying his pile of piles of money forever. I, I don't know. I would say that enjoy seems some to me like a guy kids, who likes to do stuff. Take some time, figure out what you want to do, and then go try something something else. Yeah. And then there was the rumor that came out last night that um, the Saudis might buy WWE and take it private. Uh, which immediately calling AEW. Which would be Help me very, save me. That would be very interesting because I do think you would see some people quitting if that happened. Um, I don't know who because at the end of the day, for a lot of people, it's money is all that really matters. But there are definitely people there who, you know, what they think is right is more important than money. And someone like Sami Zayn can go make money somewhere else. Thousand you know, percent. You maybe not back, as much. You could go back to being, oh, he could go find El Generico back in Tijuana and they could do their thing that they were doing again. Sure. You know, he he doesn't but have to help the orphans forever. That would be that would be pretty crazy though if the Saudis bought WWE. Yes, thousand percent. I mean, they could. They have the money. Mm, yeah, why not? It'd probably be nothing to them. But that would be ins- if that's end game. That's that's insane. Well, and what I've kind of read is the feeling is if the Saudis buy WWE, they might have a really hard time negotiating new TV contracts like. NBC might not be, or Fox might not be very interested at that point. No. Hmm. Well, that's that's the interesting thing, um, because it, you know the Saudis have money and fucking everything, um, but full ownership of stuff. That's. That's trickier because people don't want to be associated with Saudis. Right. It's kind of like the Chinese government working through Tencent. They've bought up huge portions of the video game industry. But it's normally just like we're buying up certain percentages. You know, like I think they own like a certain percentage of Epic, but not a controlling share. Right. So Tencent is worth an insane amount of money. Like they're bigger than Microsoft is in gaming. Mm -hmm. Right. But they're very in the shadows you know so it's not really talked about that much that the chinese government has such a big ownership over video games mm-hmm. and it's sort of like that but if suddenly tencent just came along and outright bought ea or outright bought sony or outright bought nintendo or mm-hmm. something crazy you would hear a lot more discussion about it well because at the end of the day unless you have a majority share you fucking have shit yeah like, you're just buying a part of the profits yeah right and so it's it makes sense why it's it's easy to overlook you know, or to not think too hard about you know certain uh groups that you don't agree with uh having minority shares in companies but yeah i mean if the saudis bought wwe i would never be okay spending another dime oh absolutely not on wwe well you i mean you yeah i mean you guys haven't given them money in who knows how many years right and neither have i i mean when's no. the last time you gave them money well I, years at this point. I mean that's fair but it it's also been a product that we haven't wanted to watch sure if, if the product had stayed good well that's what i'm saying if we triple h was in charge you would said stuff was getting better and it was like oh okay if it's if it's entertaining again and it's not just this joyless slog, sure. But we'll now check it out again. You're so owned by Saudis. Well, now you've got Vince back. I have no interest again. Yeah. So. 
because you're an old, out-of-touch, alleged rapist. I, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks! I said alleged. Bye. Bye. Definitely didn't cover up a murder. No, of course not. You wouldn't do that. Can you just let poor Jimmy Snooker die? He's he's resting now. Mm. Shouldn't have killed your wife. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Jasmine Jams from Erica's Spotify. I'm just leaving that in. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> what are Now we're going to have to cut it. No. Watch out. No. Shut up. What is even going on right Alexa. now? Stop. This is insane. <laughs> we have to cut it. There's a music playing. <laughs> Did you just yank the power cable? Yes. One, that was not the Yaskier Jams playlist. That is only Yaskier songs. Thank you. I don't know what the fuck that was. Hmm. 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 Throw it out. Let's get rid of all Amazon things. Hmm. Like, say anything. No. I didn't touch anything. That was like, that was weird. Allegedly. Allegedly. It, it did seem like the allegedly triggered it. It, it heard allegations being tossed <laughs> and was like, hey, we got to throw some music in there. Throw the shit she listens to all the time. What, what time are we at, by the way? <laughs> so I know. 9.30. Okay. No, I'm not. not oh. The, the time oh, you don't I'm... have to cut that. There was music playing in the background. You don't have to cut that. Uh, all right. No, I mean, if we had played, like, the entire song... You're a couple seconds, you're all right. You're a couple seconds. It's a, it's a, it wasn't a bit. It was something right. weird that happened, but we're not using it to promote the show or anything. It's either. also us. We don't cut things. We had, like, ten minutes of me, like, trying to murder a spider. Well, no. I mean, we would cut something if you had to cut it. Sure. Like, we don't want liability, but But now that, we're talking about it, so I feel like you have to leave it you in. You do have to leave it in. Okay. We'll leave it to you, Alex, whatever you'd like to do. Well, or lazy, laziness prevails in all things. But it things. is also 9.30, so again, we have a hard yeah. stop at a certain okay. time. Okay, so this is, this is my question, Bob, because <laughs> I want to talk about Your Name, a movie. It's fucking incredible. Uh, you have not seen it, and I know you... I have not. I know you want to go on a run anyway. Do you just want to bow out on the idea that you'll watch it eventually? Because... This should be experienced spoiler-free. It don't, really should I be. I don't think he's ever going to watch this. He should watch it. I mean, I'm just asking. If you want to sit here for Spoilerville, that's fine. But I just, man, it's it's we all know unbelievable. You're, you're never watching this movie. I don't think you are. What, is it a movie I would enjoy? Maybe. the real soft maybe right there <laughs> i don't know i do think you have said alex that you heard the dub was terrible and that it changed the music no i didn't hear the dub was ter- I, so said they changed the music there's though. two versions of the dub to my understanding there's a version of the dub where it's just they dub the voices right the norm a normal good dub and then there's a version of the dub where they also for some reason took the music and redid it in english and I fucking hate when animes do that. It drives me. The way you crazy. made it, the way I, I read that was that they had 
it was just a bad dub that changed the music. That's when I was like, no, no. no. So it's the, the music same... I feel is fundamental. You need yeah. the music. So I believe, to my understanding, the version on Crunchyroll is just the regular music, but with English voices. Mm. So that's probably fine. The I can't, you know, on your Blu-ray or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what's on there, but um. You had either the English or the Japanese, and you had the option for subtitles. I don't... Yeah. So I don't know what version, if they mess with the music or anything. It's like Dragon Ball Super. I fucking hate when they take, like, the music, and the music's great in Japanese, and they fuck with it. It's like, why are we fucking with the goddamn music? Right, it's it so alone. stupid. Leave it alone. It just takes more work. It's so dumb. I mean, he still hasn't watched the, the Super Baseball episode. I don't know that he's ever getting to this movie. But, but it's like an hour and a half. I, I, to be fair, I am more likely to watch an hour and a half isolated movie than, than like, like 80 episodes of Dragon Ball Super. I'm, give me I'm, give me the pitch. What What is the movie? Okay, so the movie is there's of course they're children because it's always children in in anime and they're like they're, they're like set seniors, they're like yeah right? they're like they're supposed 17. to be like 16 yeah. 17 something like that and one day this girl wakes up but it's not her it's a boy inside her body and he's like what's going on he thinks he's dreaming and then it only happens every once in a while though like once every week or something like that right uh, and the same thing's happening the other way. She's waking up on that same day in his body and trying to go about his life, and she thinks she's dreaming at, at the start, too, and eventually they figure out, wait a second, we're not dreaming. This person's living my life on these days where I'm in their body and they're in mine. And, you know, they're trying to navigate their lives, interact with their, you know, family and friends and go through school or work or whatever. And they're constantly learning more and more about each other through the interactions with the people around them. And then they start leaving notes for each other about this is what happened yeah. today and kind of get, getting to know each other that way. Yeah, I've, you know, I've been helping like she's in his body and she's, you know getting close to her to his boss you know and like setting him up on a date and then he's got to go out on the date not knowing that she's been getting close to the boss you know what i mean um and so and, and so she's you know basically when they're in each other's bodies they're almost doing a better job being each other than they are themselves do you know what i mean so then it, it gets to a point where they kind of realize, oh, shit, they kind of have feelings for each other. Uh, and then there's a turn. We realize kind of this isn't happening at the same time. There's, uh, uh, what is it, three years? Yeah. Well, I don't know. That, yeah, you've said too much. Right. That's beyond synopsis. Anyway... It's it's incredible, Bob. And you know, you it is know, a really you good know, movie. you know, I'm not coming in here and blowing any fucking smoke. If I tell you something's great, it's great. My track record undefeated. Just admit it, Bob. Go ahead. Say the words. You're right. 
we can't say we gotta we gotta i wasn't going yes to you i'm not gonna say that shit no hell no all right so you guys want to discuss this in depth oh i'm discussing it in depth so so we're going to discuss it in depth when you're sitting here this is the last topic unless you have something else um nope I have nothing else. So the question is, do you want to sit here and be spoiled or would you rather not on the chance that you will watch it? Because it is truly, I'm not even going to sit here and bullshit you, Bob. It's a 10 out of 10. It's a perfect movie. Loved everything about it. I am not going to sit here and get spoiled because I am intrigued. And there is actually a reasonable chance of me watching a movie. So... I am going to bow out now. I will go for my run. And then go to bed. I'll be back in like 30 minutes. Sweet. So enjoy. And we will still Thanks. be talking, I'm sure. Probably. Thanks for being here in your own home. And now get the fuck out. Now, see, the biggest thing, though, is I am going to have to watch the movie because I need to listen to this section and hear all the mean things you say about me. Mm-hmm. While I'm gone. Yeah, that's true, actually. So you're going to have to watch it. Yeah, I am. Oh, and before you leave, how many episodes do you want to commit to of Spy Family before two weeks? Zero. See, you already made a five-episode commitment. No, no, no. She made a five-episode commitment. Which I was going to watch last night. I derailed you. That's my fault. No, no. I was going to watch it last night, and then he was like, no, I need you to watch this instead. So I Yeah, I I derailed her, and that's my fault. Okay. So I may throw me under the bus, ass. You didn't even have, like, any plans to watch that shit. No, and I didn't commit to it. I committed to no. I said I'm watching Jack Ryan. So how are you doing on Jack Ryan? Poorly. Unbelievable. I'm shocked. Shocked. Listen, it's been a week. <laughs> okay. All right, All right. Go run I so you can you. go to bed at a decent hour. All right. Thanks Bye, for Bob. being here, Bob. See you in hell. Did it sounds you about right. Click, click your microphone off so we don't get weird sounds from over there. Um. You don't worry. Don't worry. About you it. can't you turn it off mid. Yeah, don't oh, worry about okay. it. Okay. All right, get out, get out. Close the door behind you. Hour thirty three, Alex. You can just chop my line. That's true. At hour thirty three. Bye. <laughs> All right. So now we are look, and it's same thing. Anyone who's listening to this, if you haven't seen your name, please shut the fucking podcast mm-hmm. off. This movie's unbelievable. It's incredible. I'm not going to sit here in front. I probably spent half an hour crying. It oh, was it was amazing. Easily. easily please easily. please go watch it. It's on Crunchyroll. Go watch it. Get a trial whatever. If you are a friend of mine, I have it on Blu-ray. I can yeah. lend it out to you. Yeah, no, th- come here and watch it with Erica so you two can cry together. So you can watch me cry. Because <laughs> I probably would cry again if I watched it again. All right, so we're we're gonna get into spoilerville. So pl- please go watch the movie. And it'll it's probably be spoilers until the end of the podcast. Yeah. So. We'll give you a few seconds. Kenny Omega coming out to the Sephiroth theme, the actual theme. That was pretty fucking great. Yeah. He's like, you guys have been low renting me for too long. <laughs> I know. I need the real thing. I wonder if he had if they had to pay for it or if it was like he made all the right friends. Well, we'll see. Yeah. The wing comes out. That was, it was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. I told you you'd like it. Look, you fucking dork. I love it. <laughs> all I right. Kenny. Your name. So this is now, first off, I have to tell you, <clears throat> I'm very upset with you. Where did you hear about this? First of I all. I was just scrolling through Crunchyroll 
And I literally scrolled through everything on Crunchyroll to see what I would have an interest in sure. watching. And it's at the very bottom. Like, it's literally the last thing when you're scrolling A to Z. And I was like, your name. I feel like I heard about that. Wasn't that really popular? And then I looked it up and I just saw like the reviews were crazy good. I was like, okay, I, I'm going to watch this. You know, it says like fantasy romance in the title. I like that combination. It's a solid combination. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to check this out. So. Man, so you're mad at me. Yeah. So I can't believe because I wouldn't do this to you, Erica. I can't believe you watched this and didn't force me to watch it. <laughs> I am. You know, I'm not even mad at you, Erica. You know what I am? I'm disappointed. I, I remember watching it because I own it. And you mentioned, you said, you like, you have to watch this movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, I randomly have that on Blu-ray. Watched it once, like, it, when did it come out? It was like six years ago, I think. Like, probably close to when it came out. And I remember it being really good. I did not remember spending the last half an hour a mess on my couch. Um, lots wow. of things change in six years. You know, whatever. I don't know how anyone can make it through this movie without crying. Oh if you God, can watch this movie, I'll tell you right now, if you can watch this movie start to finish and you don't cry, you're a monster. You belong in jail. You're a psychopath. I will agree with that wholeheartedly. There's no way anybody without, you cannot have a soul. And not cry because like this you, movie. there's stuff you could probably get through without. There's crying. stuff that in there that's clearly designed to make you cry. Of course, but if you get to the end, that very end, and you don't cry. Oh, dude! I'll you're tell a you. Soulless okay, monster. okay. So we're just gonna bounce all over the place because that's what we do here. When there, it's about the middle of the movie, right? Maybe closer to about sixty percent in or so. When they finally meet each other on that the top of that crater, Alex, at twilight, sobbing. Okay, sobbing. They kind of From, hear each other's voices. Yeah, and then twilight hits, and they're. <clears throat> I'm not even gonna sit here and bullshit. From there on out, there are tears running down <laughs> my face. The rest of the movie, which is like another half hour <laughs> yes. from there, I think yes. at least, and. I'm just I'm just crying the whole way and then they get to the end and they start teasing you right like mm -hmm. she she lived through the meteor he, between the two of them they saved the town that's the other thing right this guy didn't take the selfish approach he wasn't like I'm in your body let's take your family and get the fuck out of even here. your family I'm gonna just save yeah. you he's trying to get the whole town out but that's, from the beginning that's what's kind of brilliant yeah. about it is because he got to know her friends he likes her friends and it's like he likes his sister like at the beginning when yeah. he wakes up and it's that day he's like my sister exactly and so it's like no I need to I can't just save her I need to save everybody yeah and you know, so and then she from that from that twilight moment on, she takes her body back over and finishes the job, and they save the city uh, or the town, whatever. Um, and then they start teasing you at the end, right? Like, 
They see each other. He sees her on the plane, the train platform. Because it's like five years later. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's five years later. So he's well, completely. What we didn't say is like he. Well, we're we're talking about spoilers, so people, if you listen to this, like you should understand what's going on. Well, for her, it's eight years later because right. it was he was traveling back in time to go into her body. Yeah, he happened three years later mm-hmm. because there's a point right when he goes on that date where. It stops happening. He stops being able to go back. Yeah. And like she, I think, programmed her number into his phone. And the number doesn't work. The number doesn't work. And then he goes on this like trip trying to figure out, because he has like these drawings of, because I think he's like an an architecture student or has Mm -hmm. like interest in that. So he's like, I need to go find this place. So he goes and he's searching and he's searching and then randomly they come across this restaurant or something and he's like waving around one of the drawings and like the cook sees it. Or the waitress sees it. Yeah. Shows it to her husband, the cook, and he's like, oh, that's where I was from. It's a shame what happened to it. And they're like, what the fuck happened to it? Because uh, there's this comet uh, that is uh, uh, coming close to the Earth. You're going to be able to see it with the naked eye. Part of it splits off, crashes into this town, and kills everybody, including the girl. Right. Kills like 500 people. Yeah. yeah. So he... Including the girl, including her friends. Right, the family. He didn't know that until finding out that the town was destroyed and then they start going through and looking through records and then he discovers her name in there. But then he starts to forget her name. Right. he knew it up until then and then he had started like... It, it was fading like a dream fades. Right. And that, and that's a big part of the movie that um, they're having a hard time retaining the memory of what's going on because it is like a dream where when you're in the dream it's visceral mm-hmm. you remember it you know what's going on you're very much aware of it right but the moment you wake up you lose it like instantly exactly and it's very much like that for oh them oh my god when they're on the fucking lip of the fucking like crater and he's like let's write each I'm gonna start crying just talking about it. He's like, oh, we'll write each other's names on our hands so that we yeah. remember. He doesn't and, write and his fucking name. Well, I think, this is what I think. I think he did write his name, but mm-hmm. he knows at this point he's seen her phone number vanished from his phone. Everything she wrote on his phone vanished from the phone. So I think he generally knows if I write my name, it may just vanish. Sure. So... I like to think, I could be wrong, my interpretation was he wrote, I love you, Taki, but Taki disappeared. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, I just took it because as he wrote, the only I love thing, you, because that was the only way he was ever going to get to tell her. Right. Well, I, and I then just think, fucking sob fucking city. <laughs> well, she goes to write, yeah, she goes to write her name on his hand and she vanishes because they're up with that fucking pen. They're like, oh, Twilight's ending and that pen falls. Just like poof. I fucking I had to pause the movie. <laughs> I'm like I need I need a break. Oh dude, I when, need a minute. When to she's compose myself. she's running around, she's trying to get to her father to tell her she you know he needs to evacuate the town, mm-hmm. and she trips and falls, and then she remembers him telling her that he wrote her his name down, and she opens up her hand and it just says I love you it yep. was like oh my yep. fucking yep. god dude yep. yep like what a moment keening on the couch oh I was sobbing like an Irish widow waiting for the husband to come back from the sea <laughs> sobbing Alex it was embarrassing 
What was the other moment? Oh, oh my God. When um, she, it's like the day before the, the comment, she's like, I'm going to go into Tokyo. I'm going to try and find him. Yeah. We're going to connect. She does actually find him on the train. And he does not know who she is. Because right, because it's three years before it he knows about It hasn't started her. happening for him yet. And you're just standing. She's, you're just, oh my God. She's, she's so heartbroken. Sobbing. But then, like, she's walking away and he kind of, like, she gives him uh, her ribbon, her hair mm-hmm. ribbon. And then when she gets home, she cuts her hair off. Or she has the grandmother cut her hair. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, movie, movie, <laughs> movie. What, what are we doing? Because well, that was all they could ever really long term, right? That was all they could remember about each other was the emotions they felt for each other, mm-hmm. that love. Like they lost everything else. Mm-hmm. That was all they could retain. And that's why, like, I think at the end of the movie, when they finally cross paths and they see each other, they both just immediately start crying because... All they can remember is that emotion. Mm-hmm. That's all they have. Exactly. And like, you know, you'd like to think whatever, right? They get married or whatever, right? And you'd, you'd think they would. You would assume, right, exactly. Um, they but, do finally, like, figure it out. And... Yeah, man. Oh, I my mean, God. But when he walks by and he's kind of like, mm, she didn't turn. No, but, uh, okay, so first off, they, like, triple tease you, right? Because there's, there's him seeing her on the train platform. Mm-hmm. He... They walk by each other on the bridge when it's raining, and then they see each other. There might have been one other time. Uh, he sees her friends. He see, yeah, he sees her friends at like a cafe or something. And they're like talking about their wedding or right. something. So now like you know, okay, like these people have lived. And then they see each other and the trains pass by, and then they start running around looking for each other. And you're sitting there like, motherfucker, I'll tell you right now. If these two don't end this movie together... We're going to have a problem. <laughs> I'm going to kill somebody. There's going to be a problem. I'm going to go on a fucking killing spree. And like, you know they will, right? Yeah. But still, you're like, they fucking better. Right. This will be a murder time. Yeah. And dude, when they, you know, I, like I said, I'm not having a city or in bullshit. When they, you know, turn around, they start talking and she says like, what does she say? She's like, he's like, they both do we ask- know each other? Mm-hmm. Have we met before? I think he says. And she goes... I thought so too. And she starts crying and he starts crying and then I start start crying crying. (laughs) and then the movie ends and dude, I'm sobbing. It took me like a minute to pull myself together. The final line of the movie is what's your name? They ask each other and I'm like, fuck you movie. (laughs) Yeah. I had to sit for a minute, pull myself together and just be like, Oh yeah, I, I think I've, I think like the tear ducts are probably empty for a good month. Like it was, it was crazy. But I was texting you, and I was like, I'm dehydrated. Like I'm dehydrated after watching that. I need to go have a tall glass of water and then go lie down for a while. And this is the thing I was trying to explain to people. It's not. See, I was just, I was explaining. Like I'm just, I've spent like so much of this movie crying, and they're like, Oh, well, I don't want to watch a sad movie. And I'm like, It's not really sad i mean it's sad at points it's sad but, but it's, i'd say it's, it's more, more emotional. it's more emotional yeah. yeah they're just dropping the emotional nukes on you left and right <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's not like a it's it's not a sad movie i wouldn't call it a sad movie. no but it's super emotional because there's definitely movies that you've watched that you're like jesus fucking christ that you cry the whole time through and you're like i never need to watch that ever again i would not put this in that that category 
No, yeah, I can't watch an actual like sad movie more than once. Yeah, no, I, don't know. I just don't need the depression. Yeah, I don't need to watch that shit anymore. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, what a what a ride though. Like really, and, and like we haven't even talked about the music's incredible. The music's amazing. That song that's st- I'm gonna yeah, I'm fucking crying when he's on the lip of the crater. That that song that starts. I can't. I don't know what the name of any of it is, but when the um. Is it when he's there? It's either that or when the comet starts to break apart. There's a... a There's a lot of really great music. It's all great music. All the musical cues are wonderful. Um, Um, I was actually listening to the soundtrack. Was it last night? I think after I finished the movie, I came in here and I was writing a little bit and I had it on. Um, The side characters are great. I loved the little sister. mm -hmm. I loved the grandma. Um, Even when he's like going through and he sees like her whole history... Because he's like holding on, or he's in the shrine. Right. That whole sequence was just like, Jesus Christ, movie, you're fucking killing me here. Yeah, and I guess I guess until that moment, it hadn't even occurred to me that oh, her mother isn't around. You know. I I kind of figured, but that it was like either she's left or it wasn't like oh she died. But right. Dad was an asshole. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's what's interesting, too, is clearly he has knowledge of this phenomenon that happens in this family, right? Because the grandma mentioned it happened to her when she was young, but clearly not about something as important as this, I guess. Right, but um, it's, it's that not we're just aware a, of anyway. It's not just a one-off. It's and, something, and he mentions, like, the crazy must come from the mom's side of the family. Yeah, and when, and when Taki as... Is it Mishua? I keep butchering this name. Mitsuha? Mits, Mitsua? Something Mitsua. like Mishua? Mm. We're white. We're sorry. I'm so mad at myself. God damn it. Hold on. Just talk, Erica. Na 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 Mitsua. Mitsua, yeah. There is a T. So, but when Taki is in Mitsua's body and he goes to the father to be like hey you need to evacuate people some a meteor is going to hit this terrible calamity is going to happen and he's like i'm you know like you're acting crazy i'm not going to do that and then you know he go she she goes and grabs him by the tie and is like you son of a bitch and right then he's like who are like who are you right like yeah. so he knows he has knowledge he is aware of this happening in this family right. and then when she actually comes back later as herself and we you know we assume tell the father again what's going to happen now he believes her yeah yeah because yeah they don't reveal right away that it all worked out yeah it takes a minute because he after it all happens they kind of flash forward five years and he's kind of completely forgotten. He's he's walking around with the, his old boss and they're talking about, didn't we go on like a weird trip? Yeah, and then that's right. That's part of it, right? He can never seem to hold on to these memories except all he knows is something's wrong. Mm-hmm. There's something he's looking for. He's missing something. Yeah. Which that right there, that kind of like a plot point, like, oh, that gets me up. Well, and that's such a terrible feeling too. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm trying to think what else. Because there were a few things I texted you about. The pen, the pen falling. Her on the train was a definite big one. Yeah, the, the, biggest, the biggest two for me were when she opens her hand and it says, I love you. 
that was like soul crushing. <laughs> like I really do have to stop myself from crying right now just thinking about it. And um, then the ending where they finally like actually meet in person in the same timeline and there's no more fuckery happening. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ when he doesn't recognize her on the train. And I'm weeping. I look forward to screaming about this tomorrow. When the pen drop, when the pen drops, Alex, because he's he's immediately like, "What am I doing up here?" Like, tell me, this is the, this is what I mean. Like, okay, you know a dude loves you when he drinks your spit to travel back in time. That was a step. I was like, great. But I liked how they set that up too, though, where they were like, "It's what would they call it, maiden sake or whatever." Yeah. They're like this is like an old way of like fermenting sake, so it wasn't just like. I love a movie where, like, any kind of a movie where all, even the little shit that they have in there ties into the, the main plot and is, 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 nothing is superfluous. Everything is, is there well, for a reason. It, even when he was on the date with the, uh, with the boss mm-hmm. and they're walking through those photo exhibits, there's the one of, was it the Hida Mountains or whatever? Yeah. And that's where that took place. And he sees pictures of the village. I don't know if it was before or after the disaster, but and he pauses on him and he's staring I think, at him. I think it must have been after. It had to have been after, but he only sees like the picture of the one crater, which he knows about. Right. He's been to that crater in her body. He doesn't right. see the other crater at that time. Maybe that's what it is then. But he definitely pauses and he's staring at it like, oh my God. Or when all like her messages start to like, spontaneously erased from his phone and and look this is one of those movies like right you just have to go for the ride and i haven't even thought about it that closely i'm sure if i start thinking about every little thing that happened it'll be like plot hole city but i don't give a shit it's a fucking time traveling movie but it's a magic and time traveling movie you just have to accept things as they are but and it's it was well done it's well no it all made sense and it's that are there plot holes probably who fucking cares you know you know what i kind of if you com- enjoyed yourself it doesn't matter you know what i can kind of kind of compare it to in a different way and i told you this before you know the the evangelion did the rebuild of evangelion movies mm-hmm. and in the last one they did finally I, release that huh yeah that's all out. All right, i gotta watch this. it's on amazon prime yeah, if you I gotta watch, watch this. um if you if you go and watch the last one especially you're just sitting there. It's kind of like watching End of Evangelion, same thing. You're just sitting there and you're like, I couldn't even describe to you anything that fucking happened, okay? It's an experience. But they hit all right. the emotional notes and it landed. And that's in in your name is different in the sense that everything makes sense. I could I could explain to you exactly what happened. I know what took place. But it hit those emotional highs, man. And and like for me, like when I watch TV or movies or anime, real life, whatever it is, to me, it's all about the moments you build to and then paying off, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And that's what made something like Dragon Ball Z one of my favorites because, yeah, you have to wait fucking 30 episodes. But when it hits those when highs, it happens, it's worth the it. highs are all time highs. Thousand percent. And those big hype moments, right? That's what people like to call them now, the youngins. And um, and then it's like when when your name hits these highs, and I'm like can't even believe it took me six years to find this movie, right? To just trip and fall over it, mm-hmm. and this is why I'll never forgive you. Yeah, all my fault. But I I agree with you. <laughs> so 
when it hits some highs that I don't know if any movie can like crazy highs. And well, that's I, the, the only great thing the, about good art. In, in oh, anything. and the art's incredible. Oh, I'm just saying art yeah, in I'm, general. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the artwork. The oh, no, artwork is Studio Ghibli level. It's a stunningly beautiful movie. Like I was talking about that book I read. My my favorite book of 2022 was Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Like, I, I, I have been a reading machine. But when I finished that book, I couldn't read anything else for like two weeks. Because I was just like, I need to sit with this for a minute. And, and the thing is, like, you th- you start thinking about the all-time anime movies. You start thinking about Spirited Away or Howl's Aww. Moving Castle, the, the Studio Ghibli stuff. This is right there with them, if not above them. I mean, it's crazy great. I think that's a fair statement. Oh, I love Howl's Moving You know, I'm not going to... They're all great. Like, I just named three all-time movies, but they're all great. But, man, like, I, I didn't... I never cried like this watching Spirited Away. I didn't cry like that. I definitely cried during Spirited Away, though. And, uh, look, I'm like... When I'm, she I'm, realizes who he is and they're falling through the sky together. Mm-hmm. Oh, sobbing. And, and, and look, like, like I'm... I'm I, it's like the right... I could be watching something that I don't even give a shit about and you hit the right like musical note or something. They, I'll get, get, you a little, the, they get you with I'll, the fucking music. I'll, yeah, I'll get a little teary-eyed. Hans will get you, Alex. I don't know that I've ever actually sat there and sobbed watching anything like i watched this movie like cre- like to cry for half an hour I mean, that in and of itself is a feat <laughs> <laughs> oh it really is and uh, i told you i've heard i've heard another good cry movie is uh what did i say it was a secret voice or my secret voice something like that I think so that's i'm gonna watch that soon is that on country you gotta give yourself i think it's on netflix you gotta you gotta let the uh, the tears reform. So so I'll let you know. I'll Rehydrate. let you know if that one hits me like a freight train too. Because that's that's what it really is, right? It's like a fucking emotional freight train mm-hmm. that you just continuously runs you over. <laughs> it just keeps on coming. It really does. Oh, I haven't rewatched Spirited in a way in a while. When Izzy had a, a fever a while ago, I think we were still in the old house. It was like right when she got that first. Uh, 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 infection she wasn't feeling well so we sat and we watched through a whole bunch of the studio ghibli movies because they're just mm-hmm. they're a delight yeah it's man i mean i i'm really really can't believe you didn't tell me to watch this knocked you for a loop though alex no oh, it was great man it's one of those where it's I like don't, it i don't get that text no it didn't or yeah it like it, it's really like threw it's me like, off i need for like someone to watch days. this so i can talk about this with yeah it. no it was it's an all-timer it really is like it's right up there for me with like anything else so really it's a solid movie highly recommend it oh yeah it's a it's and not just it's, a solid anime it's a solid movie oh yeah no it's just yeah perfection like absolute perfection i would recommend it to anyone who has a soul if you're a serial killer, it might not be the movie for you, but and anyone with a soul, dude, you should watch it because it's out of this world. It really is. It was. It was. It was a very, very, very good movie. Like the the music's incredible, the story's incredible, the performances from, especially it's crazy because I looked it up. The woman who voices Mits Mitsua is has only done two voice acting jobs. This and one other. Really. Yeah, I think she might be a real Japanese actress. I'm not sure. And she was very good. Um, and she was incredible. And um, well, the other thing I appreciated because they do the thing where like the boys in the girl's body 
and they change up their mannerisms a little bit. I did, their like, voices are a little using, different. When she was in his body, he uh, or she was using the female pronouns. Yeah. And his friends were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Well, and there but, were also little things like when he when she was in her his body, when she would sit, she would sit on her knees, mm-hmm. like because she's way, used to wearing a skirt, right? And when he was in her body, he'd be sitting like with you with know the legs all splayed. Yeah. She's like, "You got to watch the skirt, man." <laughs> but no, I appreciated that. Like when he woke up in her body for the first time, he was like. Oh, boobs and touch them immediately. Yeah, that would be the normal reaction. Which would be the normal reaction. And her reaction in his body was to immediately touch his junk. So I appreciated that. Yeah, that's just normal. Because that is what you would do. Be like, what the fuck is going on? Cop in a field. I also liked when he was like, or she in his body was like, I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) It was just like, fuck. And and look, this is like, uh, of course, this isn't going to be in this movie because it's like a PG movie, right? But um, like 17 year old boy spontaneous erections spontaneous erections are happening and it would have been funny to have like a scene where she's just like i can't stand up right now or something how do i deal with something right 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 (laughs) they didn't do that no they didn't but it's not it's not that type of movie but uh yeah no and that's exactly what you would do and then how about when he goes back in time in his first like he's like i shouldn't for her sake and then he grabs her boobs and starts crying and, and that's when the sister walks in and he's like my sister and she runs away she's like she's mitsua finally, is finally lost fucking it lost it man. finally lost it completely <laughs> yeah there's so much great stuff i'm trying to think like if there's any other really like i also really liked when uh, uh you see kind of a day in her life and she's like i want to i can't don't want to be here and i really don't like living in this small town and then when she wakes up in his body and realizes she's in tokyo just the joy and wonder that she has at yeah she just kind of like walks around yeah is great i loved that too but no just a solid solid movie highly recommend yeah Definitely give it a watch if you, ten if you have the opportunity. Out of ten, for sure, <laughs> without a doubt. Did we want to talk some smack about Bob since he's not here? He better watch this movie, man. I'll do what I can. You're gonna have to just be like, sit him We're down. sitting down. That's it. Just maybe, just like watch the dub so he'll actually watch it. I don't know. How bad could I- it be? <laughs> I, as I long just, as the music's not changed, I think you can thing, watch the right? dub. Right, like it still needs to be. I think you should just load up the Blu-ray and see if the music is unchanged, and then you could be like, That's "Okay, fair. we could watch the dub." Then. And I shouldn't shit on all dubs. There are good dubs out there. Most of the Studio Ghibli movie dubs are actually pretty solid. Yeah, no, they, and they are. Spirited Away has a great dub. So does Princess Howl's Mononoke moving. has a great one. Uh, Howl's, Howl's Moving Castle. Christian Bale. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, it has, a, it has a great dub. I mean, there are great anime dubs. Cowboy Bebop has a great dub. Um, I just... And look, I think for what it is, I think Dragon Ball Z has a great dub. Uh, it's just... I yeah, I would agree with that. I Once I heard the Japanese, I prefer that. Yeah, but the English is good. Yeah, I, especially in Dragon Ball Super, I think the Japanese is way better. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not, no, I'm not nothing against dubs. I just generally prefer to get the original performances because they they just seem to be directed better. They're directed better, and I because th- I I think they seem it's more passionate. It's more passionate. It's taken a little bit more not seriously over there. 
But, I mean, even still here, it's not, anime isn't considered, like, high art, unless it is, like, a Studio Ghibli movie, and even then, it's, it's a fight to make people, like, understand that. But there are people who are passionate about it and do good work, but I do still think that if I have the opportunity, I want to listen to the original performance. Well, and, and I understand, you know, and, and look, I don't really give two flying fucks about awards, but this is the type of movie... That you're this is where like something like the Oscars just won't even give anime a shot. No, right. Like not. sometimes they do with Miyazaki stuff. Sure. But other than that, nobody gets a shot. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, I don't know like it when it, this think this movie came out in like two thousand sixteen or something. Whenever it came out, what do they no- normally nominate Let's for what do they normally nominate for Oscars like six or eight movies or there something like that for best picture there was a while there where picture. they were nominating more because they thought ooh if we nominate like Batman Begins people will actually watch yeah but no one fucking and, cares and yeah and, and look I don't know how many they nominate per year but the fact that something like Your Name didn't even get a nomination for best picture oh is, it wasn't even is considered a, right is a, is a no I understand that but it's just a joke Right, Let's because see. there's no way like six better movies came out that year. Let's see. Bridge of Spies, Mad Max Fury Road, The Revenant, Spotlight, The Martian, The Big Short, Room, which I think ended up winning, and Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, Mad Max I mean, Fury Road was then. I thought that was earlier. Look, uh, I like I like Mad Max Fury Road. Spotlight I like The Revenant. Good. I like The Martian. I didn't watch The Revenant. Those are all good movies. None of them are anywhere near your name. I think I would disagree with Mad Max Fury Road, but that's that's an all timer for me. But it's just well, one the Oscars are just a a marketing tactic, sure, and mean nothing. So yeah, I, I agree. Mean, it's it's awards. Awards mean nothing. Reviews mean nothing. Really, what you should do is, if something sounds interesting to you, just watch it. Yeah. Worst it can yeah. be is bad. Well, it's interesting. I was reading um, uh, apparently a quote from the director of Your Name, and he was talking about how you know Ed, there were there were scenes or animations he would have liked to done better but they just ran out of money at a certain point. Sure. And it's like, I think that happens a lot with anime where they just don't have the budget to do what they want to do. Because especially a movie like this, it's like they've, the scope of work is insane. Yes. I mean, the detail, the amount of varied environments, the, the animation quality, it's, it's out of this world. And I can't even imagine how much time it must take to do such detailed work like hand drawn because I don't think there's any CG in this movie it didn't look like it anyway. I think there's CG in the movie um, I don't know I, I think it's I would say yes but it's not used in a way that's obtrusive or takes you out of things yeah I, I'd like to know um, because I don't I don't really I think there probably wasn't any CG I think it was all hand drawn but we'd have to look that up like and if, I said, they, and if I it's in there, you can't even tell. So. That's, and that's all you can really ask for. Right? Yeah, I'm not so, against the use of CG in anime, but it should very much be a light touch rather than blatantly obvious. Well, and integrated in well so that it's not obvious that you're using it. But. Yeah, and I uh, I was watching this um, 
video because I was just looking for like just general reviews or discussion about the movie and I was watching this video from this really big anime YouTuber and him and his friends they live in Japan they have a big uh, podcast where they talk about anime but they all have like their own individual channels and it was it was back from when he first saw your name and he was just making a video like but just talking about it and he was basically talking about like just how much he loved it how he's like he cried so hard and it's one of his favorite movies ever and he just considers it perfect and another another one he mentions is interesting because i want to watch this too is you know the last thing studio trigger made when they were with gynex was gurren lagan before kill la kill and i've been wanting to watch gurren lagan and he was talking about how like you know Gurren Lagan is like an all-time show for me and this is an all-time movie for me so okay. you know it's just like okay I've been wanting to watch that too you know interesting well and we already know Studio Trigger does good stuff yeah so. I also watched um I watched that Cyberpunk Edge Runner show on oh, what Netflix did you think? it was good it's not you know the animation's good and all that um that I think you know, knowing what I know now, I watched it subtitled. I think you should actually watch it dubbed if you're going to end up watching it at some point because the subtitles feel like they almost got like auto-generated by a like an AI or something. Like Ooh. they don't it's weird. Okay. Like they don't um they're off. They just seem off. Okay. I I think I should have watched it dubbed. Like some words are weird. It doesn't seems like it didn't get like checked for errors or something. I don't know. Hmm. Um, but yeah it was no it was good it's not um it's not at all like kill the kill right like kill the kill really even other than the mother sexually assaulting her <laughs> daughter four we times we talked about that for yeah, so long yeah we did um other other than that kill the kill is really a very hopeful show right sure um cyberpunk edge runners is not <laughs> so well it's yeah. It's a different universe, different things happening, and not at all a happy show. Um, but I still think it was good. Like, very good. You know, Studio Trigger, I don't think they've really ever made anything that's bad. Um, so, you know, I enjoyed it for what it was, and it's a pretty quick watch. It's only like eight or nine episodes or something. Oh, nice. I'm into that. Outstanding. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think I think I really do want to watch Gurren Lagan next, though, or maybe I'll just jump on Netflix and cry some more and watch A Secret Voice or my, whatever it's called. I, I always need to give myself a little like time between mm -hmm. those kinds of things like I don't remember exactly what I read after tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow but it was definitely something that was a little bit lighter because that just like that just stabbed me in the chest and like twisted the knife it was like <laughs> that was um that was brutal let's see yeah, I read like a little, a little darker fairy tale take, but it was, yeah. Something a little bit lighter. So. Yeah, anyways, incredible movie. Go watch it. Definitely. 10 out of 10. Perfection. Don't know what else to say. Do you have anything Just watch it again, since this since this really is spoiler talk, so you should have turned it off already you if you haven't seen it. You really should have. Because otherwise you really just played yourself. <sighs> um, no, I don't really have anything else. So on that note, 
Um, best of luck to Sami Zayn and whatever new job he finds. <laughs> and uh, ole, 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 ole. Hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs> <laughs>